0: Hello, and welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carey, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but... Take part ourselves.
1: Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. Hi,
0: Carrie Poppy. Oh hey. I'm Ross Who are you? Oh. And my longtime friend. We are going back today. We're taking a little break from our summer of UFOs to take you to the Self-Realization Fellowship.
1: The summer of self-realization.
0: Our old friends at the SRF.
1: Yeah. Because
0: we received news from them recently. Mm-hmm.
1: Somber news. Yeah. That the leader of the SRF. Sri
2: Marlini Mata Mata.
1: has passed away. And if you joined us for that investigation, you may remember that she was the leader of the SRF.
0: She'd been with it for a long time, but had been the leader since 2011.
1: Now, I do want to say, if you haven't heard those episodes, this one may feel a little out of sync for you. So maybe go back and hear those. That's a good
0: point. So if you're a new listener, hello, welcome. Hello. (laughs) My name is Elder Blotcher, and you (laughs) might want to go back and listen to earlier episodes. Yes.
1: (laughs) That was great. No, that was good. That was good.
0: Ready for Broadway.
1: You might also notice this episode might be a little less fun and high spirits because it is about a memorial service. A little somber. Yeah. We we just found out that she had passed away. You got an email.
0: I did. Yeah. I'm still on the mailing list for the Self-Realization Fellowship, and they'll send me little selected quotes every now and then from Paramahansa Yogananda, and I'll read those, and they're nice.
1: I don't Uh, think I'm getting those.
0: Why not? What's the deal? Or
1: maybe they're going to my spam. Hmm. Or maybe I never signed up.
0: Yeah, I can't remember how I actually signed up for it. But I've got to give them credit. They don't email too much. Okay. You know, it comes nice. maybe once every other week or something. It doesn't okay. feel like, ugh, all of these. Another thing. And I saw a emails. And so, yeah, I saw one that mentioned that the then current president, Sri Merlini Mata. I want to pronounce it Rinalini Mata. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll spell it out here because I know I would want to hear how it's spelled. M R I N A L. I-N-I.
1: Merlini. But, but are you saying they said it some other way? It
0: feels like everyone was always dropping a syllable in there uh-huh. somewhere. So yeah, like Merlini. Merlini. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it came out as Sri Merlini Mata.
3: Yeah. She
1: uh-huh. had
0: passed away after many years of faithful service. Over 70 years she had yeah. been in the Self-Realization Fellowship.
1: So she joined as a teenager along with her family.
0: Yeah, she was 14, was it?
1: Yeah, I believe so. And when she was 15, she kind of took her vows, it sounds like.
0: Like join the monastic order. Right. And her whole family was involved. So yeah, she had been a long-standing, high-ranking member of the SRF. And then when the former head of the SRF passed away, Dayamata, she took over. We should at least kind of lay out just in broad strokes what the Self-Realization Fellowship is. Sure. So, there was this gentleman who took on the name Paramahansa Yogananda. You've
1: probably seen his face and not even known what you were looking at. Right. Because he wrote a very famous book called called Autobiography of a Yogi.
0: Steve Jobs even recommended that as-
1: Yeah, one of his like two books he ever read. Yeah, yeah. Because he was Steve Jobs. (laughs) Right. But yeah, it famously advocates only sleeping four hours a night and spending most of your time in meditation.
0: Yeah, full of miracles. And he came to the West from India and he is credited as bringing yoga to the West.
1: But not necessarily yoga in the form you think of it now. Right. You can get all that information from our last episodes.
0: Kriya Yoga. He also had this line of guru that came before him that are revered, mm-hmm. that include Jesus and a guy named Babaji, mm-hmm. who has been alive for 2,000 plus years. Yeah, and he's is, in a
1: cave somewhere. Still
0: alive somewhere. Right. Now, don't you want to listen to those episodes? Yeah, yeah, go listen. If you haven't heard them? I no, should
1: go re-listen.
0: This is good. It's
1: been two years, Ross. So we haven't been there in two years. Yeah, we went
0: to the convocation two years ago, and they have this large annual meeting here in Los Angeles, and it was fun to come back. It, it felt like coming home again. Yeah, it did. certain things... You know, I would be hazy on and then it'd pop back into my head. Yay.
1: It's a sad reason to go back. But at the same time, no one there was all that sad and you'll find out why. But yeah, so in a way it was very um, welcoming and warm.
0: Yeah. So we knew from the email and the website that it was going to be at the Westin Bonaventure Hotel and that's where we had been previously for the convocation so we knew where to go and both Carrie and I had the same dilemma as we were getting ready because I'm looking at my shirt I get home from work and I was like okay I'm gonna grab a button up shirt and I kind of went for this light seafoam color and I thought oh no no this is a memorial shoot what if it's supposed to be bright and gay
1: yeah because here's the thing they don't think of death as a sad thing necessarily so when you die and you shed this physical body you go on to eternity where you're much happier also so your presence is felt even more strongly by your community. So to them, maybe this won't even be a sad thing. So we're both staring yeah. at our black clothes, <laughs> picturing like, everyone what? else in
0: yellow or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, we both have the same thought. Okay, well, I guess I could go for the bright clothes, but then you really look like a dick if you show up and everyone is in all black.
0: Yep, I think we both played that same calculus out in our heads. <laughs> yeah. and so we were wearing black when we met up. Yeah, we walked over to the metro took that. I instantly realized as we were getting on the metro that I needed to pee really bad. Yes,
1: you did because of another investigation we're yeah. doing that we'll tell you about later. I'm
0: on day five of something. a... Yeah, something. I'll <laughs> we'll tell you all it's about something it. Something
1: I'm already done with, but I remember the peeing.
0: So we, we got there and they let us in, but there was a dedicated room where the proceedings were happening for the memorial that was for people currently attending the convocation.
1: Right. So there was the California room and the Pasadena Room.
0: Sri Muralini Mata passed away on August 3rd this year, and the conference had just started on August, August 6th. 6th. My birthday.
1: Oh, that's true. And a Aurelian High Holiday. So, if you haven't heard the railing episodes, go listen to those go too. Go back
0: to those. <laughs> Do we need a teaser to (laughs) inspire people? (laughs) It's
1: it's a UFO group, but not at all like the UFO groups we've been investigating this summer. I must say,
0: indeed. Oh yeah, very Different, different, different flavor of UFOs. If you're like, I need more UFOs this summer. Yeah. So instead, we got ushered into a separate room, the Pasadena room. Right. So we took a couple escalators down. The Bonaventure Hotel is this gigantic kind of skyscraper thing in Los Angeles that's a bunch of cylinders attached to one another, coated in glass mostly with external elevators. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so we went downstairs and went into that room and there were a ton of people.
1: Yeah. This is overflow. This is the overflow room. This is what Ellen would call the riffraff room.
0: And it was, (laughs) she calls it that? Yeah, yeah. I like it. And it was overflowing. I estimate around 500 people maybe.
1: That sounds right. So the main room probably had More than that, right?
0: Convocation attendees, and I'm sure everyone was there because this was their president.
1: Yeah. Who just passed uh, away. Leader by proxy. Living leader. And I had one question going in. I think you had the same question.
0: Who's the successor? Oh, okay. My... I had two
1: questions going. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> that's well... right. We did talk about that too. I really wanted to know: Did she leave her body willingly?
0: Ah, uh, yes. We did talk about that. That was one of those phrases I was trying really hard to remember. I couldn't the other day, and I wasn't going to look it up. And finally, it popped into my head as we were walking there. Mahasamadhi.
1: Mahasamadhi.
0: Mahasamadhi. That's the. See, I don't even remember. That's the name for willingly giving up your body as Paramahansa Yogananda did back in. Nineteen fifty-four, whenever it was,
1: you got it right. Yes, I just looked it up. Whew. Yeah, so Mahasamadhi is something that only realized yogis and yoginis supposedly do. So I can't do it. You can't do it. You're not realized. Uh, I realize you're here. What but if you're I'm not self realized?
0: Self-realized?
1: Nope. But, well, yes, <laughs> but then everyone would know it, and you would be a big, big deal. <laughs> you're All right. Only like an average deal. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, at SRF in my life, you're a big deal.
0: Can you put that on your bucket list?
1: To become realized?
0: To uh, Mahasamadi.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Kick the bucket list. (laughs) Definitely.
0: So you wanted to know if if there was a similar story about her. Yeah. And that's true. We were talking about that, especially because of the timing of it. Right. Had she died right as the convocation was starting? Right. Which seemed quite the synchronicity.
1: Right. Whoa. That was an owl. Sometimes when there are successors to the main guy, sometimes they're considered, you know, equally powerful, like, you know, the chain of Dalai Lamas. But sometimes not at all. Sometimes it's like everyone's still kind of looking back toward that original founder. Right. And
0: you're just the functionary, the steward of Gondor.
1: Right. <laughs> Right, um,
0: <laughs> I intentionally threw in a Lord of the Rings reference. Just I, I to thought throw you that's off. what
1: it was. If that helps, so yeah, it was not clear. Like, okay, she was she like realized in the way that he was, right. So that she could leave her body willingly
0: because they have this line of gurus of which he is part. But it doesn't seem even Sri Dayamato was considered part of the line of gurus. Right. There was another successor in between that had been chosen by Paramahansa Yogananda, and he passed away three years after he was put in office. He had been Whoops. a really, really wealthy contributor to the ministry. For lack of a better word, early on. Yeah, so then Sri Dayamata then was the president forever.
1: And she is beloved. Like we heard oh, yeah. about Sri Dayamata more than Sri Marinalini Mata.
0: Who is currently alive? Yeah, actually, we had three questions going in because we wanted to know <laughs> if <sighs> If people would be quite so passionate about her. Right. Because, yeah, even when she was alive when we were a part of the SRF, we never really saw yeah. her. They would play videos of Diamanta instead. Yeah,
1: all the time. And so we'd see her face. And I remember when we first got involved in SRF, like being a little confused because I'd see... Pictures of Sri Marinalini Mata, and I was like, oh, she looks different here. And it was because I was used to seeing Sri Daya Mata. And they're both very
0: sweet looking, beautiful ladies with white hair. They they Mm -hmm. look kind of similar, but you you can tell it's a different person.
1: she doesn't look exactly the same there right now i had four main questions going. <laughs> okay in, which was can i get a drink of water as i go in okay that i guess was quickly i had answered. a fourth
0: question which is where's the bathroom
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay so we had five big <laughs> questions going in <laughs> Because you really had to pee. Oh. And the thing you're doing compels you to drink water all the time mm-hmm. as well. Right. So, so we drank
0: some more water when we got we in. We did,
1: which is probably not the best move for you.
0: And I got to say, I, I think we'd mentioned before, it is truly a multi generational, multi ethnic crowd. It's, it's a really cool just collection of mm-hmm. people. It felt like a really good mix of humanity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it still leans white.
0: And to answer our earlier predicament, people were wearing a wide range of clothing. So, yeah. We would have fit in no matter what.
1: It's true. and But I did see people in black so I didn't feel weird for wearing black right. either.
0: And people in white and people in blue mm-hmm. and a lot of monastics wearing kind of the saffron colored robes and the yeah. yellow robes. And as we had seen before, a lot of ushers wearing dark suits, usually tall men. With uh,
1: their earpiece, you know a guy is real important when he has that earpiece that has the kind of squiggle that goes to his ear. Oh, right. And yes. Like, oh, I see that squiggle. <laughs> there are a few of those. Actually, I, I recognize one of the guys, one of the squigglers. Oh, from before? Mm-hmm. So we had six main questions going in. One was... <laughs> <laughs> where should we sit? We were. That so was we,
0: solved for us. Yeah. We the, were
1: led to. One of the seat. guards
0: was a woman and she spotted two chairs for us, let us ride in. So we were in the middle of the aisle somewhere on the left hand side.
1: And we sat next to a couple of people who were already engaged in their meditation. So they had their hands outstretched, palms up.
0: Carrie quickly took that same pose. I remember thinking as I was closing my eyes, okay, wait, this is the one where we focus on the third eye, right?
1: Oh, so that was your seventh question?
0: <laughs> That's the danger of, I, I guess, you know, the hopping that we do from Uh idea to ideas then I'm thinking oh wait okay wait what was all this and trying to remember all the the scads of information I had read from the SRF but yes that That was right
1: right. I did that too and I and I remembered then like how much that hurts it really strains my eyes
0: to focus on the third eye yeah
1: because you're supposed to actually like look up at the area above like your nose between your two eyes you're supposed to look at physically look at that with your eyes But your eyes are closed, of
0: course. But if your
1: eyes were open, imagine that they'd be very much crossed like Klieg lights.
0: Uh Yeah, I remember at some point someone giving a talk about that and saying, you know, you don't have to really like strain. Yeah, exactly. It, it should be comfortable. So I remember that was a nice moment for me because I thought, oh, this was uncomfortable. I'm not going to mm. break my eyes. It's over hard it.
1: for me to like get anything close to it, though, without it being somewhat strained. I'm doing it now. Are you doing it now? It,
0: it feels like you can kind of go halfway with your imagination.
1: Yeah, I think I know what you mean. I'm suggesting it with my eyes. Yeah,
0: you're looking <laughs> a little inward and upward, but yeah. But it, not really. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm really more looking at like the top of the bridge of my my nose, I'm pointing at it for you. Right. Like yep. here yep. instead of like here. Yeah. yeah.
0: Same for me. So Well,
1: good. We got that figured out. So That was my big question. Yeah.
0: Going so we're ready. They have a screen, a lot of screens up. So we all have visibility of what's going on in the next room. And they're live streaming it to the world.
1: Yeah. So you cool. guys can go watch this on the website probably. Ass-
0: assuming it's, yeah, archived there. On the screens, they had the photos of Paramahansa Yogananda, picture of him we had seen many times before looking benign and happy. And then in the middle, they had like kind of a relatively small photo of of Sri Muralini Mata right, with some flowers, like almost a lei draped over it.
1: Yeah, I was thinking how this is one of the few places where you'd go to a memorial service and see way more and bigger pictures of someone other than the deceased.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, that is unusual, isn't it?
1: Yeah, her picture was like an 8 by 10 glossy up in the front. And then his were like these massive things that were probably like four feet long by two feet high. Yep. Yep,
0: just the way she would have wanted it truly so it was supposed to start at 7 30 mm-hmm. and it was not too long after that that it actually got going oh they did tell us that we weren't allowed to have water in there
1: yep we had so to send our cups out said,
0: gulp that down and send your empty cups so we did that we did so i think it was the first gentleman who came up they were all wearing these I want to say saffron robes. It seems like saffron brings a few different colors to mind, but it's this kind of deep, rich orange. orange. Yeah, I love that color. Yeah, it's one of my favorite colors. It's like a dark, creamsicle orange.
1: <laughs> I'm looking up the word saffron. It's a Persian herb. Did you know that?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I think saffron. I've done this before. Oh, look. Okay. You get a range from kind saffron of a golden color,
0: color to. is sa-
1: a color that is a tone of golden yellow. Resembling the color of the tip of the saffron crocus head.
0: Yeah, that's a bit lighter than what they had. But, well, anyways, no it's a beautiful it. orange. So they came up in those robes, and the first gentleman had a goatee, maybe it was a beard, but he led us in a repeat after me chant. Yeah. So we did that. We repeated. And we invoked all the gurus Heavenly Father, Heavenly
3: Mother, Father. Friend, Friend, Friend. Father God. Father God. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Krishna. Bhagavan, Krishna. Bhagavan Krishna, Mahavatar Babaji, Mahavatar Babaji. Lahiri Mahashai, Swami Sri Teshwar, and our Blessed Guru, and our Mansi Yogananda, Arman Yogananda. Saints, of all Saints of all religions, we bow to you all
1: and we're saying chant but it's like somewhere in between chanting and just recitation. Mm-hmm. In this case. There mm-hmm. are other times where we chanted where it's definitely like in a cadence of a chant, but sometimes it wasn't so much.
0: This was one where especially with all the names we were saying, I felt to someone who had never experienced this out of context it would sound really creepy.
1: I thought that a couple times and then I thought, well, in in the Christian church where I grew up, there are definitely things that would sound creepy out of context. The too. Lord
0: be with you. Right. And also with you. And also
1: with you. Yeah, like. We you know, lift
0: up our hearts. We lift them up to the Lord.
1: A room of 300 people saying that. That's, yeah. That's weird too.
0: That's true. You can get 300 people to say anything together and it can sound pretty creepy.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: To honor the heavenly ascension. To honor the heavenly ascension. For the more beloved of our who has gone, gone ahead of us and to express our gratitude, and express our gratitude for, the and kindness, for the love and kindness that she manifested while with us that she with us. She leaves, a void,
0: she leaves a void and
3: we will miss her.
0: And we will miss her.
3: And we are happy. If we are happy. she is enshrined. In our hearts. In our hearts we offer her we offer her our love, our love. and everlasting goodwill. And everlasting goodwill.
0: And how did it start? With music. Oh, that's right. So it was a l- little concert, and then I'm looking at that instrument. I'm going, "What is that called again?" <laughs>
1: so everyone who wants to play this game along with Ross's brain, mm-hmm. the it's this um, it's a box. Yeah, it's a box, and like
0: there's a with- back panel of the box that is on a hinge, and that's sort of the bellows that drives. Like
1: an accordion, but only goes halfway.
0: And it sounds like a relative of the accordion, but. And then also like
1: an accordion, someone is playing the ivories Mm -hmm. on the other side of it. Tickling them. Yes, tickling them, if you will. Yeah, and it's very, very pretty. And I've actually seen someone play that in person at a yoga class, which was pretty cool.
0: And it finally came to me. It's the. Oh, wait, I think it's the harmonium. I didn't check to see if I was.
1: Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Let's look.
0: Has a very cool sound.
1: Looking it up.
0: Yes. All right. Yeah, I've never seen one out of the context of Self-Realization Fellowship.
1: Okay, well, I saw it at that one yoga class, so. Oh, perfect. So they do exist in the wild. Yeah, it makes a very pretty sound.
0: Everyone in the audience knows these songs. Mm-hmm. And again, we're like, eh, we've heard this before, but we're not ready to sing along.
1: Right. They catch you by surprise, because like, sometimes there'll be like three or four repetitions that are the same, and so then So the you join in on the fourth yeah, one. and, and then yeah. the fifth one's like, shoots all over in six different directions, you're like, oh, never mind.
0: So we mostly listened, but then when we were familiar with something, we'd pop in and mm-hmm. join the fray.
3: Door of my heart, open wide, I keep a-
1: played that music, they dimmed the lights, and then when uh, that came to a close, the monks who were on stage started coming up one at a time to pay their respects
0: to yes. Sri
1: Marinalini Mata.
0: These were all wizened- aged monastic members. I would assume that they're all like kind of high-ranking, maybe possible successors. Maybe. I would say the equivalent of the College of Cardinals within the Catholic Church. I was wanting to know the successor. I'll spoil it now. They never mention anybody who's taking over, which makes sense. You, Which,
1: as you know, is our second
0: question. Right. And I wasn't really expecting that because you wouldn't do that at a memorial anyway, say. Right. And.
1: Well, unless you're David Miscavige.
0: Yes. Oh, that famous 1986 <laughs> yeah. event, which you can find online of David Miscavige just uh, seizing the reins it's of Scientology. That's so crazy. He had his own night. Wouldn't
1: it have been great if David Miscavige showed up tonight and was like, I'm taking over.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. So a few different people got up to speak. Some had more interesting thoughts to share than others, but sure. they were all very sweet and i
0: had to pee again by this point which is really unfortunate because they were all long of thought and it's a contemplative faith Mm -hmm. people speak very slowly Slowly. and sometimes stare at you for 10 seconds before talking
1: Uh and we were also really the dead middle of our row so Mm -hmm. getting up to pee would mean getting a lot of people to move
0: i'm gonna hold it
1: i hate that situation Oh, yeah? It's why I ask for an aisle seat on every plane.
0: Oh, because you want the freedom to move about the cabin.
1: Well, I hate asking other people to get up for me. Gotcha. I'd rather the other people had to ask me to get up.
0: That makes sense. That's true. I would much rather be inconvenience than inconvenience. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah, so, so these first few people just kind of reflected on the type of person she was. Mm-hmm. And there were a few through lines. She was clearly very devout and very humble. A lot mm-hmm. of people really remarked on her humility to the point that I actually bought it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. At yeah. first you're like, oh, okay, she's sure, humble, she's sure. Humble. Mm-hmm. But you hear it enough and- You're
1: like, oh, maybe.
0: So I, I thought that was pretty cool that, A, they would have two women as their leaders in a row for many, many years. Yeah. And they would choose someone who clearly didn't aim for that. It didn't seem right. to be her goal at all to be a leader or be Definitely. in charge of things.
1: In fact, people kept saying we would ask her to come to convocation and to speak and instead she'd stay home because she wanted to continue her life's work and her life work was to complete the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda.
0: He had kind of left them with her, low these many years ago and said I really want you to edit them and pull everything together and so over I think a
1: lot of them must have been on tapes is kind of the impression I got. Mm, maybe. And so she needed to transcribe and, them. And I
0: feel like she was taking his lessons as well and incorporating other pieces from his other just making sure everything was all consistent and all in there right. in one place for the true student of the SRF. And which,
1: which is something that could have so easily been passed to a lower member. Right. But she just, she was like, he told me to do this. He told me to do it when I was 15. And now I'm, how old was she when she passed?
0: 87, I think. I mean,
1: 87. I'm still Somewhere working on way. it. <laughs> you know, yeah. amazing. And
0: and so Sri Daya Mata, her predecessor, had been in that position for like uh, 55 years. Some mm-hmm. crazy amount of time. And so she had been involved all that time, Merlini Mata, as an editor of all of these works. So she had been working on this all the time. She had been releasing books, like a couple in the 90s, I think. And then mm-hmm. she was still working on this update of The Lessons, which we are told will come out next year, probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Someone a, used that as like an actual laugh line. That was a yeah like joke boss. later
0: on. <laughs> right. So I, I guess it had been a running joke that people were waiting for this. I was thinking of kind of that reboot of L. Ron Hubbard's works mm-hmm. where they kind of mm-hmm. re-released everything and made them all buy it again. Right. But I feel it won't be as uh, obnoxious or coercive as, as that yeah. was.
1: Yeah. I mean, our impressions of the SRF have been pretty positive.
0: Yeah. They're on my short list of like, ah, if your religion took over the world, we'd be, yeah, be okay. fine.
1: But I had forgotten- that Paramahansa Yogananda comes off like, a little obnoxious in stories
0: to me <laughs> right he has just the right personality that would piss you and me off
1: yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> he like, should run the OTO
0: yeah, right where he, he wants to like make some little point that just makes him look a little better and you look a little yeah. silly a little foolish
1: and people told these stories at her memorial service that were intended to make Paramahansa Yogananda seem just such a lovable rascal and mm-hmm. um, and then Shreem Rinolini Mata look just just, like the greatest student and the most humble servant mm-hmm. and the second goal was achieved the, the first goal I don't know uh-huh. I just got hearing the stories and being like oh he just still sounds like a jerk I forgot about this <laughs> like he would say all these teachings to Shreem Rinalini Mata asking her to take them down and then it sounded like she was just like quietly writing them she was a pretty mm-hmm. quiet person he'd say why aren't you responding why aren't you telling me what you
0: think I, of all these I got the impression that he was actively trying to get responses from her and have a dialogue and she wasn't actively participating yeah
1: but I mean imagine if you're like 15 and like your guru is like take this all down
0: and now give me your and now why aren't you
1: responding and so then when she didn't respond he like put her on the silent treatment for days he didn't
0: talk to her for like two or three days at a time (laughs) but then
1: Jesus well
0: he said I'm not gonna talk to you until you talk to me right and yeah all right. and so she would start writing him notes and then they could communicate that way so it was kind of a cute story
1: kind of it's, but it was peppered with little like ways he would insult her that are supposed to be endearing and i was like
0: Mm-mm, you had all
1: the power in this story
0: an- another he seems
1: like an okay dude just kind of annoying
0: another thing i hadn't really been thinking about that was fun to be reminded of is that a lot of people tell stories about responses he had given them in their minds
1: oh and, and- i didn't pick up on. They that.
0: mentioned one tonight where you know someone would say something to Paramahansa and they would receive the answer just directly into their minds. <laughs> and he was always much nicer than when he responded <laughs> directly in their minds.
1: I wonder then if he invited that if he would like stare at them.
0: That was like an understood okay. form of communication that sometimes. Oh, uh, that I was know just, what was
1: actually going on in his it was head. Was one of his then.
0: mystical powers that he could? Speak Let's try it now. Into, I'm going to okay. send you a message. That's inappropriate for the radio. (laughs) Jeez.
1: I really did, though, too. Do you want to guess?
0: Oh, what you said?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm thinking something over and over.
0: You're thinking you've got to pee.
1: (laughs) I was thinking that I love Ella.
0: Oh, (laughs) of course. I tried to give you an easy one. (laughs) Okay.
1: Love is the law, love her will.
0: That would match my uh, facial expression. <laughs> I, I was just thinking 47 is my favorite number.
1: Oh, okay. No, didn't That's get it. That's pretty on. specific. So maybe it's hard to communicate without sound. Or, or
0: maybe it takes practice. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. So they were telling all these lovely stories about her. The, the first guy kind of told his round of tales. And then there was another guy who came up and he was from the Yogoda Satsanga, the YSS school in India.
1: Yes.
0: I feel if he had the opportunity to speak with Total Candor, that he might have been a bit annoyed with her at times because ah. he was saying how, you know, they have the school out in India and right. the predecessor, Sri Daya she would visit continually over the years. Yeah. and and come see the school. How's it going? And Merlini Mata used to come along with her for a time between 1972 and 1982. Mm-hmm. And she'd never gone back since then. Mm-hmm. And then when she became president, he would come to her and say, hey, would really love for you to come out to India and see our progress. They'd all love to see the leader of the SRF. Mm-hmm. And she just wasn't doing it. And she had her excuses like, oh, well, this is my life's work and this is how I visit India by working on these books.
1: He said that she She gestured to all the books and said, these are my trips to India. I took that to mean like... The time that I would have spent on the trips to India is instead spent on these books, so here are the trips. Do you see it, what I mean? Oh,
0: oh no, definitely okay. was that. Oh. But at the same time, it's like, come on, you can take one week and yeah. pretend oh, yeah. you got sick or something and come out to India.
1: I, th- pretend you got sick. I think they'd notice her there. But I do think, I think she was just shy. Yeah, I think clearly, this is like most of the explanation is she didn't, she didn't want to go on the own. limelight, And that's why yeah. we
0: never saw her. Yep. But you would walk into one of their bookstores and you'd see 80% Paramahansa Yogananda's picture, and then you'd see 19%.
1: Sri Daya
0: Sri And then you'd see 1% of the current president.
1: That was just obviously like the token
0: right. nod it's like, to her. Are you just kind of a seat filler functionary? What do you do? Right. It was that kind of person. So was that one of our questions going in? What yeah, do that you do? Yeah, and was like,
1: our ninth question was like, <laughs> what's your deal?
0: We only had nine questions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> going in.
0: I just got that impression, like if he could truly say that he was a little annoyed with her over that he would. Mm -hmm. But it it feels like in the culture of the SRF, whenever something is not going the way you would like it to, that's a moment for you to... Pause, step back, and mm-hmm. look at, oh, what, what lesson am I learning from this? And so, which
1: is great impulse.
0: Sure. Yeah. And so, there's always kind of this positive spin on it. So, he found ways to really find what was actually great about her and that right. she did not come to visit.
1: I think that's awesome. I also think it's a tendency of most people after a death, though, is to like spin to eulogize. Spin, yes, yeah, true. Yeah. The, you always the, get the negative up and into the positive. Say nice things. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, except for that episode of Dawson's Creek where that one bitch dies and then, you know, <laughs> Did you ever watch Dawson's no, Creek? No,
0: no. Well, Enjoy your moment. To...
1: Early on, I think it might be season one, <laughs> this like character that everyone hated dies, and I think it's Jen gets up and is like, let's be real, this girl's a bitch. Whoa. Yeah, it's a very memorable episode Truth of to Dawson's power. Creek. Yeah, to power, power being dead yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right. But I also think, you know, he genuinely did see a positive thing in there.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then and then he was talking about other ways that she, you know, loved watching his reports and uh, videos that he would send and reading the updates about what the YSS is doing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That did give me that feeling of like, you know, when you have to talk about something and you have like tiny straws to grasp at and you're like, okay, yep. well, she sent us these nice emails, I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It did feel like that. And also, I really had to pee. So I was like, move on, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. We get it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So a few. How many people spoke? Did you count them? You're the numbers guy.
0: Yeah. I want to say it was like five. five? Yeah. Okay, hey, if too. we're both saying it has to be true, it right?
1: must be true. Yeah. There, there are a few people in between that. Yeah. Just kind of like harp on the same subjects. But I felt like we really got to the meat of the matter when this one guy came yes.
0: up. Yes. Yeah. He had a, a friendly face. His hair was parted down the middle. Yeah. I
1: noticed that too. He had a little bit of breadhead.
0: So, yeah, you could see his scalp quite a bit, and then his hair was long and would kind of flow off to either side. And he had a face that reminded me of Billy Graham a bit.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: I kept looking at him, thinking, like, oh, in another life, you could have easily been this kind of Midwest preacher. Oh, huh. But no, you're this contemplative. Man of the SRF. Self realization fellowship.
1: He like Billy Graham had great stage presence. Oh yeah. Really good at delivering a good line. But and, not in a yeah, not in a like manipulative way.
0: And everybody seems like a real sweetheart.
1: Yeah, definitely. And he
0: definitely did too. It
1: definitely seems like this system either brings in people who are very good hearted and sincere or creates.
0: Or them. yeah, turns them into that. And yeah. that wouldn't surprise me with the culture. So yeah, he had, I think, the best stories and he told this really sweet story about how her favorite hobby was just cleaning things and cooking. <laughs> this
1: is so sweet. So yeah, when she started at the SRF, she loved to scrub floors and yeah, cook and clean in general, but especially scrub floors. <laughs> yeah. And so then finally she joined with her family and her family was kind of a big deal at the SRF.
0: Very influential apparently.
1: Yeah, and so Paramahansa Yogananda pulled her aside and said, I don't want you to focus so much on the cleaning. I want you to be a bit of a scholar. I want you to study writing and English. And Rich- she was like, read emerson Emerson. yeah and she's like but my thing is cleaning that's my thing (laughs) even after she had accepted this teaching from Yogananda that this is how she should spend her life she still would go back and like clean the floors in her spare at time at
0: 3am they said yeah there the was a, it. another person starting up for the day and would find her on the floor scrubbing and say you know there are mops and said, yeah. this was a little sanctimonious but like oh but I feel the, the floor is the most sparkling and beautiful if I do it by hand <laughs> like, okay it feels like this story has maybe mutated over time
1: oh maybe you know I'll be honest it may you really want to clean my kitchen floor really? which, as you can see it's behind me is a little messy so we learned that her birth name was Myrna Brown.
0: Myrna Brown, born in 1931.
1: And her mother was Vera Brown. And we learned the names of a bunch of their family members. Right, and
0: they all got new names when they became members at... Monastics. So it seems like the whole family became kind of highly placed members.
1: Except her dad. Interesting. He, he said that the dad was like very much a supporter. I think he either outright said or hinted that the dad gave money, but that he never officially became an
0: Ah, interesting. And Paramahansa Yogananda himself, Guruji, had a funny little joke where he would refer to everything as BB and AB, before Browns and and after Browns. Browns.
1: So cute. So she was born in Kansas. She grew up in San Diego and there Hmm. is an SRF temple down there. So we presume she went there.
0: Well, Carrie, that is very interesting. But did you know that Maximum Fun has other shows? No. We are not the only show on Maximum Fun. What? Fun fact. They have one other show. It's this one.
2: The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a horde of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventurers? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, (laughs) I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zones podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs>
1: She was 15 when she joined the monastic order, as we mentioned, and Paramahansa Yogananda would constantly tell her to get my thoughts. So as he would be pontificating about his different ideas for humanity, she would it sounds like just sort of follow him around with a notebook and take it down, or maybe a recorder. She had to get his thoughts.
0: That's another reason why I'm really curious about the succession, because so far everybody else has been either directly appointed by Paramahansa Yogananda, or they had worked very closely with him.
1: Yeah, at least knew the guy.
0: And since he passed away in the mid-50s. We're
1: running out of people.
0: Right, that's a dwindling pool. So. Yes. All right, so I'm sure they're going to through those questions right now. I don't know what the politics are like there.
1: Yeah, that's kind of our ninth question is like, what are the politics there? How does this happen?
0: Really curious to know. But we looked and it took about two months after Sri Daya Mata passed away for them to announce her successor. So maybe we'll have a similar time span here.
1: So Paramahansa Yogananda, who they also refer to as master,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he said to Sri Marinalini Mata, I've, I've been given all these thoughts, but it's not my responsibility to organize them. That got a laugh. Mm-hmm. So it was her responsibility to take all these brilliant thoughts and put them down on paper.
0: There's so many different little permutations of everybody's name. He's referred to as Master. He's referred to as Guru, Guruji, mm-hmm. Paramahansaji, Yoganandaji. There's just all these different ways you can refer to the same person.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: They were doing that with all of the above. Sometimes it would be Srimata or Mataji or uh-huh. you know, many different ways to conjugate it.
1: This guy also said something that just like for a second brought me to Scientology. He said... That you should always use a dictionary as you're looking through these teachings, because there might be a word you don't understand. Ah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I do would agree with that. Yep, yep. So this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Master Paramahansa Yogananda took on all of Sri Marinalini Mata's karma for yes. her. Yes. Very Jesus-like claim here.
0: My red flag was instantly raised, because they were telling the story of him telling her the reason you were sickly when you were young was because, I was like, red flag. <laughs> In a former life- Red flag. Red flag higher. You took Had on- a virus. <laughs> you took on the pains of so many others. You took on their bad karma upon right. yourself. And mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. you, you suffered like that. And so, yeah, then he told her that I have taken your karma. Now, what does that mean- Shh.
1: Well, first of all, it means you're making a pretty Jesus like claim. Well,
0: he asked her that. He asked her, what does that mean? Oh, I see. He asked her to just. She did not respond as I am. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like you're making a pretty broad claim. (laughs)
0: Uh, And so she said, ah, geez, I don't know. And he said, well, I will tell you in the future, which is apparently right now because I don't think he ever told her.
1: They did tell us, though, that it meant that everything she endured, any difficulties she went through, would then be because she was taking on. Other people's troubles mm. or karma, because her own slate was clean.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
1: It just kind of implied what a great servant she was. Mm-hmm. That any difficulty she went through wasn't even because of her own karmic slate. It was because she was serving others. Right. Apparently, he also told her that he had known her in many lifetimes. Oh, right. Um, he and said that he oh, could remember had, them.
0: He, yeah, we've had many conversations before, and she was upset about that. Oh, that's you know, not fair. I want to know. Them.
1: Yeah. And he's like, "Well, very good." patted her on the head I distinctly remember he patted her on her hair
0: clearly she was a very devoted devotee because when he mentioned that he was going to be dying soon she said take me with you and then she felt kind of guilty saying oh well that's very presumptuous of me I'm sorry you don't have to take me with you (laughs) He said, "Oh well, I could do that (laughs) again."
2: Uh, Yes,
0: him being Paramahansa Yogananda, I have to use nine syllables every time I say his (laughs) name. But he said, "You have a mission here. Who would carry on my work?" Right? She couldn't come along.
1: A little bit of a compound, but I'm right.
0: But I do have the power. But I could. But I won't. Totally could.
1: It's, it's pretty much the same if you see it happen as if I say that I could do it. <laughs> so she did say near the end of her life that it felt wonderful when she was finally done transcribing or coalescing, yeah. collating, whatever she was doing, putting I... all these... <laughs>
0: I'm getting the Blows impression together. that even after Lo, these many years, she still wasn't quite done. And that's why it's going to mm. take them a year ish to get it oh, all out.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: But I'm guessing she was done enough. That's okay. my Okay.
1: I felt like she was actually done. You know, Could I, be. I think it was partly because she died so soon after. And I have heard of so many people. In my extended world, who, you know, their bodies did kind of, th- their bodies were like trying to hang on for them because they were trying to hang on for something. Mm, okay. And so I just kind of bought, like, okay, like when you were done and you had been pressing yourself to go on, mm. um, your body was ready to expire.
0: To speak a little bit just about their kind of theological underpinnings of the afterlife, one of the monastics earlier on mentioned that. Heaven is not where we go when we die because it even says in the Bible, heaven and earth shall pass away. So those are temporary. Instead, they believe that there's this kind of underlying realm beneath all of existence. And it's kind of this like wheel within a wheel within a wheel or sphere within a sphere of energy. And that's like the true nature of all things. And we just live in this world of appearance.
1: Right. And, kind of reminds me of Christian science.
0: And they were constantly mentioning that that's where Guruji has been all this time, that she is going to go join him and that he wants her to come there and make whatever it was she was cooking for him, curry.
1: Oh, yeah. Cause she was a really good cook. For
0: Sri Yukteswar, his instructor. And so anyways, toward the end, this gentleman who was telling all these great stories, he was talking about seeing her in her final days. And he was layering on top of his straightforward physical description of seeing her as she Became less and less attached to her body. And he was talking about this underlying power that he felt just surging from her.
1: Yeah, which he said was the feeling of her shredding her karma. So, which presumably she had gotten from all these other people, I guess. But she was My. shredding any karma left that she'd taken on. And he said and it he just felt feel powerful. That in the room. And he felt that specifically on July 27th. Yes. Yes, he gave us that date. Because on did. July 20th, she had finished her work and he did like talk to her after that. And she was just very happy and sweet and light. Then July 27th, man, there was just this power coursing through the room.
0: And yet he was saying like she was already pulling away from her physical body so clearly she wasn't responsive at this point. So yeah I I wanted to picture him there and you know all of this going on inside his head presumably Mm -hmm. that he's experiencing all of this coursing surging power from her.
1: When you say she wasn't responsive did you picture her being like in a coma or something? You know
0: just kind of passed out and and not showing any signs of responsiveness. I think he Ah. kind of alluded to that. that Okay I missed that. She wasn't talking. She wasn't and coherent
1: and then she died on august 3rd so there are two weeks here between her finishing her work and her passing away
0: and because he was so close to her in her final moments again i was thinking oh i wonder if he's the successor
1: yeah my money's on him right now yeah i wonder if he's the one who sent that email because remember when we got the initial email i was like oh i wonder if this is the guy who will take over because i don't know i just always feel like whoever just steps up to the plate and is like I'm going to handle the passing of the last person and like help you all figure this out and emotionally deal, that always seems to be the person to me who has the Mm. best odds.
0: You would hope they would think about the succession plan before you get to this point as well. But yeah, I I don't remember their names, just that they would introduce each other as brother Mm so-and-so or sister so-and-so, and they all had kind of their own assumed names within the SRF. Right. I Regret, Carrie, that I must stop because okay. we have some important messages to share.
1: Oh, okay.
0: In the form of a Jumbotron. <gasps>
1: Jumbotron. That's right. I know what you're thinking. This is the most awkward time to have a Jumbotron.
0: In the middle of a memorial?
1: Yeah. But sometimes you're at a memorial and someone brings out an enormous screen and makes an announcement, <laughs> like the Kiss Cam. Do
0: they really bring that out in the middle of like a. <laughs>
1: no. Well, you do that at mine if I die first? Sure. Okay. okay great.
0: Uh, a real <laughs> a Jumbotron. Kiss cam. I'd like that. It's a good time for heart. And I think these messages have a lot of heart.
1: Definitely. The first one is actually for Monroe Cook, who has a great name.
0: True fact. And it is from her mom and dad. And they say, Happy birthday, Monroe.
1: Thank you for being as kind hearted, rational, thoughtful, and hilarious as your favorite podcast on rack. Oh, well.
0: It is so fun to watch you grow up. We love you and hope we have embarrassed you exactly the right amount with this message.
1: And now let's listen to Ross and Carrie say, Owl, owl,
0: owl, owl. Ow, ow, ow. ow.
1: And then we've got another Jumbotron Ooh. for Shelby from Andy.
0: Happy birthday to the smartest, sanest, most beautiful ex-Scientologist I know.
1: <laughs> I'm looking forward to many more years of happiness, rationality, and listening to On with you. I love you.
0: P.S. Let me know when you want to conduct our own investigation of Ekan Car. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ross and Carrie, you're invited too if you can make it out to Minnesota. Nice. <laughs> That's very sweet. There's actually an Ecken car near us. I can't say more.
0: So we'll probably do that one, but tell us how it goes in Minnesota. Yeah. All right, and I've got to throw in my own little personal message to the okay. world. Oh, okay. We get that crevasse and crevice are different words. That was the point of the story, so you can stop sending us uh, grammar links to explain... The, the difference, difference between, between crevice and, and, crevasse. and crevasse. That's exactly why we told that story to say that when we were kids, we were confused by this. Mm-mm. I hope we've all learned something.
1: Can I, as long as we're doing PSAs, yes. can I do a PSA? Sure. Twitter's public, you guys. So if you tweet at me or at OnRack saying, hey, you should do this investigation, you're actually lowering the odds of us doing that investigation. Hey. Whoa. So email us privately.
0: Something to think about. And we continue.
1: Now I know what you're thinking. Guys, your first question was, did she leave the body willingly? Well, did she? Did she? Did she? We're not sure, but we don't Doesn't think so. Doesn't sound
0: like it. No, certainly it wasn't the Mahasamadhi.
1: Yeah. if I mean, or if it was, it wasn't stated as such so the impression i get is like we were talking about she wasn't that sort of revered holy figure the way paramahansa yogananda was and this is one of those groups where each successor is not as powerful as the original one they're all just sort of students of his
0: one of those sisters who gave a talk i was kind of surprised at this because she was describing sri Ralini mata as being this just really powerful higher level being she was surprised that she was even on, yeah, our on plane. this
1: plane yeah wow
0: yeah so so that was like a really strong statement where I was thinking, oh, she didn't seem like that effective or visible of a leader. But she was saying, no, this woman like, yeah, like clearly was this higher spiritual When I being. saw her
1: for the first time, I thought, oh, it's so rare that such a person is even on this plane.
0: So yeah, that really hit me like, oh, wow. Okay. They really revere her for her spiritual attainment.
1: And that's kind of when I thought, oh, maybe we will hear about her leaving her body willingly. but. Mm. Nope, didn't really go that direction again.
0: And one of the stories that the brother had told us, the the one that we really liked, he was saying there was a story where Paramahansa Yogananda had said that he saw his guru, Yukteswar, passing from person to person. They were all standing there, and he could see in his third eye his master jumping from body to body and going through everybody. But he said that after that, he stopped and he stood right next to Merlini Mata, which is, wow, that's pretty huge.
1: Yeah. Unless he just got tired. <laughs> this lady's quiet, at least. Yeah. So this finished up with what they called the rose ceremony, which yeah. I was very excited about as a Bachelorette fan.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad there weren't that many roses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This started with a white rose.
1: Have you been following the Bachelorette? No. Oh, well, Ross, ooh, it has not ended well. Mm. Oh, it was a big disappointment at the end. But at least at the end of this rose ceremony for Sri Marina Lini Mata, she did not pick Brian.
0: <laughs> okay. God. She's got way more sense than that. Yeah,
1: no kidding. Anyone would. Anyway. So, so um, they started
0: with the white rose for purity.
1: Purity and good actions.
0: And they had all said just how pure she was, both of mind and of voice.
1: And such like clear intention. You know, she just had this one life goal and she did it at the end. I respect that.
0: Yeah, totally. Then and uh, they had the red rose. Red
1: rose, which symbolized our love for her.
0: So the the brother who happened to be holding that up, he had us all focus on it and project our love into that rose. And then he laid that down. Both of them were laid down in front of a portrait of her facing opposite directions.
1: I liked sending my love into that rose. That was fun. Yeah,
0: I yeah. did too.
1: And then after the rose ceremony, which by the way, was the full name was the Rose Ceremony of the Astral Ascension. Excellent. After that, we had the fire ceremony.
0: Oh, yes. Was there fire?
1: Yes. There was a little close up of the fire. Did you not see it?
0: No, not that I remember.
1: Were you peeing yourself? No. Okay. Thankfully. It took you a while to think about that.
0: Yeah, I don't remember actually seeing any fire. I wonder Where what was the you fire? were looking
1: at. Well, they I remember
0: thinking, oh, are they gonna have like some eternal flame or something?
1: Yeah, they kind of did. So they said the fire represents her soul, and then they lit some charcoal or something on fire. It I'm was, pretty sure was, I
0: didn't fall asleep.
1: <laughs> it was pretty little. It was like I'm holding up my hands for you. Yeah, what is that? Like three inches across? Yeah. Four yeah. inches across. Yeah, just like a little bit of what I'm guessing was charcoal, and they lit it on fire and the flames were just a couple inches high and my brain
0: must have wandered off
1: that's funny because i was thinking wow this is really cool cinematography because they got the camera really up close to the flame and then you could see all the the followers out in the audience behind it kind of out of focus Mm -hmm. it looks really neat oh nice
0: yeah you would have loved it what was i doing (laughs) wishing i could go pee
1: but it's funny you mentioned not falling asleep (laughs) Because there was a point early on in the ceremony where we chanted for a long time. It was a
0: long, repetitive chant.
1: And it lulled me right to sleep. Yeah,
0: you were kind of leaning forward. And I thought, oh, she's really into it. (laughs) And then like there was... They'd gone it was on. beautiful. They'd gone on to talking a bit and I was like, "Oh wait, she's
1: still leaning forward." <laughs>
0: yeah. And <laughs> something happened, I can't remember, someone made a certain sound and yeah. that that bolted you upright. Yeah. There was this kind of jump real quick. The guy next to you jumped.
1: Did he cuz of my jumping you mean? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably used to it though. There's got to be so much just random falling asleep mm. at SRF, especially if you're getting four hours of sleep.
0: Right. Per Paramahansa Yogananda. And then at the end, there was another chant that just kept going and going the song where you just say Guruji over mm. and over again.
1: I stayed awake for that one.
0: As did I, but I was really worried like, oh no, are we ever going to get out of here? And we were there for a little over two hours. Uh-huh. And we can see at least 150 people in front of us where we're sitting. And all All of them were holding perfectly still, Mm. perfectly well. I don't know why I can't do this. They're all (laughs) practiced at it, I guess, because they've been meditating for long hours. But I kept having to move around or like put a foot, like I resisted Uh putting my foot up on my other knee for the longest time. Finally, I was like, I just, I gotta do it. I I
1: wasn't thinking about whether I was squirmy. I wonder how I compared.
0: I got a shift and, you know, then I'd be rubbing my neck or whatever it was. And so I felt just very conspicuously fidgety. Oh, well. What can you do?
1: Again, I'm sure they like see that stuff all the time.
0: Nobody tis tis me.
1: That would be terrible if they did.
0: (laughs) They're really, really good at holding still. I was impressed,
1: and not falling asleep.
0: I've, I've got to move around. I've got to shift things. I can't. I can't hold the same position. That yeah, long.
1: I think I do too. I just kind of wasn't thinking about it in that moment. Um, yeah. So then there was some more singing, and oh, I do always have that thought too of like, what if this just lasts forever? Like, at what point do I get up? <laughs> I also asked myself that about you know when Andy Kaufman read the whole great gatsby to an audience oh right yes like would i have been one of the people who stuck around all (laughs) 14 hours or whatever because at the beginning there were like 100 people there or whatever and i ended up with i think two and i was wondering would i would i have made it
0: yeah you're weighing that in your head like okay well if i stick to the bit then okay well that could be many hours so is it better to leave now or after one hour i guess i might as well leave now if i'm gonna leave at all
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then if okay well if i left if I could still come back in before it ends, it's basically like I was there the whole time because I still get to tell the story about how it was still happening.
0: But it, Interesting. It, by anyway, construction, we stayed the whole was, time
1: and it, it was probably five minutes.
0: It was like the song that never ends because it could have gone on forever. Yeah. And the the guy who was leading it playing the harmonium, his head was kind of jerking quickly, kind of left and right but also like his body was bobbing as well so he had these multiple you know lines of action going on and he was just clearly into it I was like oh man no he likes it too much we're never gonna stop
1: in this particular one I wasn't really caught up in my head about it though I definitely have in past things I do think there's sometimes a little bit of a game of chicken about it just like how long can we go and we're sort of like playing with the limits of human attention which Mm. is part of the goal here you know Right. but I love chanting yeah
0: you can take a modicum of chanting
1: well you probably need to pee very bad and are very hungry for reasons we will disclose later.
0: Indeed. So they gave the final benediction and we all wished her off with another column response.
1: Held our prayer hands up to our chests as you do when you say hello or goodbye to an equal at SRF.
0: That was it for the ceremony. Yeah. So it was nice. So what
1: would you give funerals on a pseudoscience (laughs) reading? (laughs)
3: <laughs> just
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I guess we don't need to independently rate this. Yeah, it was it was nice to be back. It felt kind of nice just that we were welcome to come on in and participate and
1: definitely. Didn't
0: feel weird being there?
1: No, not at all. And it kind of made me miss the SRF. I kept thinking like oh totally like oh we could drop down the street yeah yeah.
0: we could drop back by the los angeles temple
1: yeah i think so
0: maybe we'll go back for one of their meditations sometime. we should
1: and you all should come too you know we say we show up so you don't have to but it's still an
0: option you don't have to you don't have to but you can
1: and we'll be there
0: Well, that's it for this memorial and for our show.
1: Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
0: Our producer and co-editor is Ian Kramer.
1: You can support this and all our investigations by going to maximumfund.org forward slash donate.
0: Thank you to all of our donors. You are the best and you make this possible. Yeah. Definitely come by Facebook. Visit us there at facebook.com forward slash onrack, O-N-R-A-C, because that's where you find pictures. That's where you find our posts, things that we share with you, follow up, all kinds of cool things happening there. Come to Facebook.
1: Come to Facebook. If you've never heard of it, you're going to love it. Uh, It's blue. It is blue. (laughs) Also, leave us a review at iTunes. Don't be a dick on it.
0: And remember...
3: Gooder, guru
2: Max Fun fans, it's me, Jesse, the owner of Max Fun. I've got a question for you. Will you help us make our shows better? We wanted to find a way to find out what the Max Fun community thinks about our shows, so we started something called the Max Fun Listener Panel. Basically, you subscribe to a podcast feed, and twice a month or so, roughly speaking, we'll send you an episode of a show and instructions on how to fill out a quick survey about what you think about that show. Ten questions nothing too crazy. You'll be hearing existing shows that we're thinking about making changes to, secret pilots of shows that we're developing that you'll only hear this way, uh, shows we're considering adding to the network, and what you think about them really matters to us. So to join the panel, is easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. That's MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. Thanks for helping make Max Fun better. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture.
0: Artist owned.
2: Listener supported.